The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now they say roses are red, violets are blue. Life is better when it's spent with you. Well, love it or hate the day. Uh, many the romantic might be performing a similar rendition of that verse for their loved one later on today. So we decided to look more closely at a day with two of the best relationships experts. Uh, what should you do on St. Valentine's Day? What you you definitely not do? Uh, with me now, Mairead Lockman, Irish matchmaker and dating specialist with Love HQ and co-host of the Tough Love podcast and Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist, author of Relationships on the Edge and also co-host of that very same podcast. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. morning. So, uh, do you take it seriously at all or is it just a wonderful opportunity for the Dutch flower industry and for Hallmark cards? Well, I think you can always be sceptical about these things, but I really think Valentine's is a lovely opportunity just to just to make a small gesture. It doesn't have to be a boat gesture, but it does have to be a gesture where you connect with your partner if you are in the in a couple. And if not, you can do many other things to celebrate the whole idea of love. OK, how much of it, though, is pro forma? I better get her flowers. I'm sure there's a lot of that that goes on. But realistically, you know, it's a nice day to press reset. If it is a bit of, you know, ticking a box exercise, maybe you need to reflect on yourself and how much effort you're putting into your relationship and love in general. But I think it's a lovely day. I think life is so busy. I think people are out working. There's kids in a lot of relationships that maybe have higher demands than your spouse. And so it is a nice day just to press reset. I think even if you can't celebrate today because life is busy, I think it shouldn't just be forgotten. I think you should maybe make an effort this weekend. Now, I I know uh, couples come in all shapes and sizes these days, but I have never so far in my life met a man who got flowers from the missus on Valentine's Day. It seems to be a one way street. Well, I can actually say that is definitely not the point because when I was in college, I actually used to work in a flower shop. I have been involved in all areas of love (laughs) down through the years on Valentine's Day. And I regularly would have um, had ladies coming in buying flowers for their other half, but probably more so a plant as opposed to a bouquet of of red (laughs) roses. What does that tell you? Probably a little bit cheaper as well. (laughs) But it is a good point. And funny enough, I'm quite conscious of it. Uh, And since I started the um, Tough Love podcast, what... I have really been interested in is not only the problems that for women, but also the problems that men are having. And I think when you mention one way street, women need to remember that, too. It's important to buy gifts for your partner and not just to expect the flowers, the pink, the the hearts. It goes both ways. There's something that's meaningful to them, something that's important to them. It doesn't have to be flowers, does it? But something that says, I remember what's important to you. You know, um, in the height of the uh, Celtic Tiger, you know, there was a question of uh, which model Range Rover do you have (laughs) and that kind of thing. And you had an escalation of expectation Mm -hmm. in this Instagrammable age. Is there the the envy of Instagram? So look what my beloved bought for me. Have a look at that on Instagram. And my fellow only brought me a box of Cadbury's Roses. I think there definitely is a little bit of Instagrammable kind of photo, yeah, yeah, kind of photo opportunities, you know, date nights out and and candles lit and, uh, you know, uh, 5,000 roses sort of situation. Look, there's going to always be that in society. But I think it's bringing it back to the the real life and the real part of love. It's just all about gift giving. You know, there are different ways that people can express their love. But the main thing is it there. If it's just for the materialistic things or the gift giving, 
you know, you need to reflect on your relationship 100%. Mm. Mm. Now, uh, tonight the restaurants will be full. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you, uh, and we don't go out on Valentine's Day because, it, that, you know, leave the space in the restaurant for uh, young love <laughs> and people maybe at the beginning of relationships. Yeah. But when we used to go out a lot on, on Valentine's uh, night, you'd see awkwardness in spades, Stephanie. Mm. And what are you referring to there? Awkwardness between couples, older first couples, dates sometimes oh, first people dates. who've never been in a, a restaurant before with each other. Yeah. And, um, you know, going through yeah, motions with which the, they're not comfortable. But Pat, isn't that all part of the gorgeousness of starting over and, you know, being in love and finding your comfort level together and all of that. So I, I would I would say be awkward, be out there, do it. But I th- I mean, I really I know my focus can often be like this is what, what we have together, myself and Maraid. Maraid is so into the dating side of it I'm kind of into when all the dates are over and you're getting together and you're settled down and all of that I think it's even more important because you're not you know you're, you're not absolutely in the falling in love stage you're in this very settled stage or the mm. having children stage so all the more reason why you need to do something special to just to remind yourself of what this is all about you know why you're together it doesn't have to be tonight it can be during this week but let the moment not pass. Mm. That would be my now, advice. Now, here's something else that has changed. There, mm. there was a time when uh, Valentine's Day would come, say for teenagers, and that postcard would come through the letterbox, uh, stamped, addressed properly, um, handwriting possibly disguised, and it was kind of, guess who? Yes. And, you know, it would be signed from a mystery Valentine, and you had to guess who was the, the guy or the girl who fancied you. Yes. And... Uh, that's gone now because that would be regarded as stalking. I think it, I don't think it's fully gone. I actually put up on my own Instagram on Saturday. Remember, Tuesday is Valentine's Day. So if you do admire someone to send them a Valentine's Day uh, card, you know, and I think it's very important. You may have missed the postman, but maybe post something in their letterbox or leave it on their desk or whatever. Yeah, suppose you it's leave lovely. it on the desk in work. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, straight away, HR. You know, someone is stalking me. Someone is putting (laughs) unsolicited missives on my desk. It's probably that creep from accounts. You know, that kind of way. Yeah, I understand that. But look, once they're not taking fingerprints or anything, you know, maybe maybe don't leave a trace. But like, don't get rid of the gestures of love. It was so lovely. Remember when you were growing up and, you know, or your bouquet of flowers would arrive and you wouldn't know who they were from. Like the mystery of love. And that's one thing we're quite bad at in Ireland is, you know, maybe declaring our love. The worst thing you can possibly do do if you do fancy someone is actually let them know because the shame of it and the embarrassment there shouldn't be any shame or embarrassment if you do fancy someone let them know and if you're not kind of confident enough do leave the you know do send them a valentine's card do maybe send them a rose today um so uh, stephanie should you ever propose on saint valentine's day you know the, the you see online proposals that went tragically wrong yes you know and i don't mean that they fell off the chair or whatever but they ask in a very public arena mm-hmm. with the expectation of a yes, of yes. and mm. the woman generally it's some gormless fella and some uh, you know mm. current girlfriend <laughs> yeah. and she feels she has to say yes but you can tell she does not want to marry it. this guy yeah i certainly would caution against it i think uh, yeah i think it's um it, one mustn't get totally carried away. It's a gesture we're talking about. Maybe it doesn't have to be the whole the whole story. As they say, this doesn't have to be the full story. And I think that people can enjoy it, use it in a positive way. Um, I think something else people should remember is that when you give, you know, in a, in the if you like the psychology of gift giving, if you the, the person, you know, the joy and the connection and the lift and the endorphin release is 
not just to the person who receives it. It's also from the person who gives it. So there's something very good in it for yourself as well. So rather than being, you know, in some way cynical about it, just see it as something good you do for each other that mm. lifts the mood and that lifts the connection. Now, Claire's partner in life on the text screen, he's very lucky because Claire says, mm-hmm. I would far prefer a bunch of dandelions to a bunch of imported roses which have been flown halfway around the world. Uh, the poor fellow is not going to find dandelions at this time of the year. No. <laughs> There's <laughs> but, plenty of roses but down But clearly he's not Street. an expensive date. No, no. I, I just don't have to say personally, and I'm much more mature than um, Mairead, I would not accept cynical, you know, it's too expensive, it's too commercialised. I mean, that's like we can say, you hear people putting up these arguments about Christmas. Find the meaning, find what's important in it and use it in a positive way. I think it sometimes as well, I think the best gift for any equation if you're in a relationship is spending time together. Um, There are different ways of obviously gestures of love. Like Gary Chapman's book, talking about the five love languages. There are things like words of affirmation, like giving someone a compliment. Like throughout the year, these can be done. They don't have to be done just on Valentine's Day. Acts of service, which could be like making them breakfast in bed, having their dinner ready. You know, my dad would light the fire, make sure the fire is lit by the time my mum comes home from work. Things like that. Uh, You know, it doesn't have to be the very expensive roses on Valentine's Mm. Day. Now, you talk about these gestures that people might make to each other. What about if you're single If you've had a fragmented relationship, so you're now kind of separated from the one that you were in love with, or perhaps you're widowed, what then? On saying, is it, is it a tough day? Yeah, I think it is a tough day. And I think that's a real good reason to, to highlight, you know, h- how you have to keep it in some perspective. Because there's sadness always in moments in, you know, in the gap and in what is not there for people. But maybe it's a day to, you know, to kind of maybe recall something lovely. Or if you're in the dating kind of situation, maybe it's the day to do something about it, to reflect, to rethink, to reset, to wonder what isn't going right for me? What do I need to do differently? You know, that's one of the reasons genuinely why we have started that podcast is because there's a, there is this shade, if you like, to love. You know, there is the hard side of love when things don't work out, people who cannot meet somebody. And we find that, you know, it's that that whole thing of what, what people are struggling with that we like to deal with as well. And I think so Valent- on Valentine's, if you're alone or if you're in trouble in your relationship, Think about resetting, think about resources, look around you, see what else you need to know to shift and change something. I would also say with Valentine's Day, really it's a celebration of love. It doesn't matter if you're single or in a relationship. There's a lot of people in relationships today that it will shine a spotlight on what's missing from the relationship. But if you're single, you know, maybe do a Galentine's Day, which is where girls all get together. And, you know, it doesn't have to be today. I know I'm going out with all the girls next Friday evening and we've already said we're doing a Galentine's night for it. Or if you're really reaching, because I think this term doesn't maybe rhyme as well, but Valentine's or Malentine's Day, you know. But like celebrating love and the people around you, there's always a good excuse. So the lads go out together on Malentine's Day yeah. and watch the football. <laughs> maybe, Great. What's not to like? The they do it all the time. They do it all the time. Couple of texts to conclude. Like everything, it has been taken over by the commercial world. But at its most basic, Valentine's is a nice day to think about each other. And from the final cynic called John, all the pressure on Valentine's is on the men. Hmm. Yes or no? I think that's a fair point and I think women should listen to that. Yeah, I think I'd look I would say 
it all depends on what relationship you're in and everything like that. But I do think, you know, ladies, you definitely should be uh, giving a bit of love in the same direction, the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I believe you believe that at all. (laughs) Anyway, look, thanks to to you both for joining us. Mairead Lachman, Irish matchmaker, dating specialist with Love HQ, and Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist and uh, author of Relationships on the Edge, and both co-hosts of the uh, Tough Love podcast. Thank you both very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.